Hello, my name is Alessandro Mendoza, and this entire podcast is going to be about historical figures in history. Today's topic will be about Desmond Doss, the medic who fought a war without a weapon. Desmond Doss was born in Lynchburg, Virginia on February 7, 1919. Desmond was the son of William Thomas Doss, a carpenter and a World War I veteran recipient of the Silver Star, and Bertha Doss, who for a time worked at a shoe company. Desmond had a younger brother, Harold, and an older sister, Audrey. Desmond was raised in a strict seven-day Adventist household, a Christian denomination that believed that Saturday was the Sabbath and that the second coming of Jesus Christ was imminent. Doss's family believed strongly of nonviolence and a healthy vegetarian diet. Doss was raised with a strict belief in the, in the Bible, and when it came to the Ten Commandments, Doss took them to heart and as the core values of his life. Before the war, he was working at, a, at the Newport News Naval Shipyard as a carpenter. Desmond could have put in for a deferment, but he wanted to do more for his country. On April 1st, 1942, Desmond joined the United States Army. When he joined the Army, he wanted to be a combat medic. Assuming that his classification as a conscientious objector, a person who objects to comply with a particular requirement, would not require him to carry a weapon. In Desmond Doss's case, he would not pick up a weapon because of his strict belief in obeying the Ten Commandments. One of them that stuck with him the most was, Thou shalt not kill. As a young boy, his father purchased a large framed picture at an auction of the Ten Commandments. With colorful illustrations next to the words, Thou shalt not kill, was a drawing of Cain holding a club and standing over the body of his dead brother, Abel. As a child, looking at that picture, he asked, Why did Cain kill Abel? How could a brother do such a thing? God said, If you love me, you won't kill. When Dobbs first arrived in Fort Jackson for basic training, everyone in his unit treated him respectfully. However, Things changed drastically after a specific incident occurred on the shooting range. Doss and his unit were instructed to go to the shooting range to get certified in marksmanship. The drill sergeant ordered all the soldiers to get their rifles. Doss was the only one who refused to pick up a weapon. This confused everyone in his unit because they signed up to join the, the army to defend the United States. Doss's drill sergeant was furious that he disobeyed a direct order. The drill sergeant ordered Doss to come with him to speak to the commanding officer, Captain Glover, where Doss explained his religious beliefs and the reason he joined the military. The army was frustrated with Doss because he had another personal requirement. He asked for a weekly pass to attend church every Saturday uh, to attend church. One person, Captain Stanley, the regimental chaplain, understood Doss's protests and helped transfer him from rifleman to medical training. His fellow soldiers made fun of him, bullied him, called him names, and cursed him, cursed at him. They thought he had it easy because he had Saturdays off, but they didn't realize that Doss had to pull extra duties on Sunday to make up for the work he missed on Saturday. While the other soldiers were not on duty, Doss was a strict vegetarian at the time. It was unusual it meant that the rest of, his, of the unit 
Futas with disgust, distrust, and anger. One soldier in Das's unit commented at him, When we go into combat, you're not coming back alive. I'm going to shoot you myself. Das's commanding officers also gave him a hard time. Das eventually became a combat medic. The turning point for Das was at the first 25 miles field march with full pack equipment and rifle to be finished in eight hours. Some of the other soldiers thought that Das would have it easy because he wouldn't be carrying a rifle nor ammo. But Das carried medical equipment that was heavy and more comfortable. When the march came to an end, Das took the time to check each of the soldiers' feet for blisters and give medical aid to anyone that needed it. By the end of that day, Das had earned the respect of his entire unit for his tireless devotion and his duty. For the first time, Das was treated as one of their own. Desmond Das never held a grudge. He helped his fellow soldiers with kindness, even if he was mistreated by them. For a few, for a few more months, Das and his unit were being trained up to replace the combat losses. Desmond Das served in combat with the 307th Infantry, 77th Division, serving on the islands of Guam, Leyte, and Okinawa. He had his first taste of combat in the bloody Battle of Guam from July 21st to August 10th, 1944. To recapture the U.S. territory of Guam, the determined Japanese garrison consisting of nearly 20,000 troops. Under the Geneva Convention, medics were not to be shot down, but the Japanese saw medics wearing the medical insignia as easy targets. For this reason, medics did not wear their medical insignias. During that battle, Das finally realized the cruelty of war. In one incident, a young soldier saw a fountain pen on the ground, picked it up, and underneath the pen was a grenade that went off, and it was a bloody mess. The, soldiers, the soldier had burns and his chest was wide open, and three other soldiers got hit with hot shrapnel. Das was able to stabilize the young soldier and attend to the other three. This was Das's first taste of combat. In the Battle of Guam, one in six soldiers were either wounded or killed during the Battle of Guam. Now, let's talk about the Battle of Leyte in the Philippines that Das served from October 17th to December 26th, 1944. It was a long, hard battle that started with a coastal bombardment and an amphibious landing. As the Americans pushed further inland, they had, they had experienced harder fighting. One experience that affected Das was when his two friends, then from his hometown, who was a medic, and Herb Schechter, with a little bear, died while helping another wounded man. After that experience, Das would never look at the face of the wounded. How would you feel if your best friend from your hometown died while helping to save a fellow soldier, and you saw it all go down? How would this ex experience affect you? The last island that Das and his unit, the 77th Infantry Division, served in was on the island of Okinawa. The U.S. objective was to secure the island as a base because it was strategically located 350 miles south of the Japanese mainland. 
It was called the Mighty Escarpment, a 400-foot high cliff, or what the Americans referred to it as Hacksaw Ridge. The U.S. forces had to climb the Carbonet to get to the top of the ridge. Before climbing the ridge, Doss led a prayer for his comrades. As Doss's division neared the top of the cliff, they were met with enemy fire, small arms, and machine guns. Wave after wave of troops were sent to secure that, the area. Das went to aid a lieutenant who tried to throw a grenade and an enemy bullet hit him, delaying him from throwing the grenade, blowing off the lieutenant's hand in the process, injuring the three men that were next to him. Despite the injured men being 25 feet from the enemy line, Das carried each man one, one back to their lines. On May 5th, 1945, Das continued aiding his fellow soldiers. The Japanese launched a counterattack, forcing the American soldiers to retreat down the cliff, as per the officer's orders. Less than one-third of the men made it back down. The rest laid wounded, abandoned, and left for dead, if they weren't already dead. One soldier disobeyed a direct order, and that was Desmond Das. He charged back to with backed with courage and determination to save as many lives as possible. He spent hours carrying his fellow soldiers one by one to the edge of the cliff. The severely wounded, he tied a rope to a tree, tree stump to lower the men down the cliff with a rope-supported stretcher. As Das lowered each man down the cliff, he said a prayer asking God to help me get one more. And after that, one more, until they were all down. Das saved at least 75 men that day. The Americans would eventually go back up the cliff on May 6, 1945, would take the position. By some miracle, Das survived the whole battle, totally unhurt. But that didn't last long. Several days later, during an unsuccessful night raid, Das was severely wounded hiding in a, in a shell hole with two riflemen. A Japanese grenade landed at his feet. The explosion sent him flying. The shrapnel tore into his leg and up to his hip. Wounded in pain and losing blood, Das still insisted that they take another man first before rescuing him. On October 12, 1945, Private First Class Desmond Doss received the Congressional Medal of Honor from President Truman. This is the nation's highest award for bravery and courage under fire. He received many other awards, such as the Bronze Star for Valor and a Purple Heart. Shortly before leaving the Army in 1946, he was diagnosed with tuberculosis. Desmond returned from the war confined to the hospital bed in and out of VA hospitals for five and a half years, getting treatment for tuberculosis. With the disease leaving him 90% disabled, having one lung and five ribs removed, his wife Dorothy, who he had married on August 17, 1942, and had one child, Desmond Thomas Doss Jr., raised her son for the first five years. Mrs. Doss completed her nursing training to support the family. Desmond Doss died on March 23, 2006. He is buried in the National Cemetery in Chattanooga, Tennessee. 
Das never considered himself a conscientious objector. He referred to himself as a conscientious cooperator that stayed true to his beliefs and faith in God. Thank you for choosing for listening to Alessandra's All Stars. Tune in next week of the Beginnings Podcast.